Good morning, everyone. You're listening to today's news on Morning Mixtape. Today is Thursday, June 1st, and I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti, reporting for CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are the top stories this morning. In local news, the Ontario government does not plan to take action after the York Catholic District School Board voted against flying the pride flag at schools during the month of June. In international news, Democrats and Republicans are still divided in their support of a bill to lift the debt ceiling as the United States continues to hurdle towards an incoming default as soon as June 5th. Next, clothes traders from Ghana tell the European Union to stop fast fashion companies from dumping tons of discarded clothes in their country. Then, we'll hear from Samina with her book recommendation segment, Turn the Page, and after, the show rounds off with the weather outlook for the day. In the headlines, the Ontario government says it will not intervene with the decision by the York Catholic District School Board, YCDSB, to not fly the pride flag at schools during Pride Month in July. Reported by Global News and other outlets, trustees at YCDSB voted 6-4 to four against the motion to raise the pride flag above schools in June at a meeting on Monday. The decision has drawn controversy with students, parents, and teachers of the board as well as opposition members in Queen's Park, voicing disappointment and urging the conservative Ford government to intervene over the past week. Education Minister Stephen Lecce said that he expressed disappointment with the decision and urged the board to reconsider. Lecce did not indicate any plans to take action above the decision made by the board and sidestepped questions by reporters about why he would not compel the board to fly the flag. Premier Doug Ford also did not indicate any action by the government, saying he had, quote, no comment when asked by Global News. In the past, Lecce and the Ford government have used their powers to order York District School Board to, quote, honor Queen Elizabeth II after her passing in 2022. Other school boards, including the Toronto District and the Toronto Catholic District School Board, have raised pride flags in past years and will do so again this June. In international headlines, the United States government is heading towards a default on its debt as soon as June 5th, as a bill to raise the debt ceiling heads to the Senate, where it could be held up past the deadline. Reported in the New York Times and other outlets, the bill to raise the debt ceiling negotiated between the White House and Republican Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy includes spending cuts, excluding the military, and raises certain requirements needed to obtain things such as food stamps. On Wednesday evening, the bill narrowly passed in the Republican-held House with the support of Democrats, as far-right Republicans voted against it for not including enough spending cuts, and progressive Democrats voted against it for including too many spending cuts. The bill now moves to the Senate, where Democrats hold a very slim majority. It has to be passed before it can be signed into law by President Joe Biden, although this could be challenging with a short timeline and the divided Senate. Because of the mechanics of the Senate, any single member can slow down the vote of the bill, which could possibly push the U.S. into a default if it is not passed by June 5th. A default would mean programs such as Social Security, Medicare, and veterans' benefits not being able to pay, as well as higher interest rates and a potential global market plunge. Also in international news, clothes traders from Ghana are asking the European Union to stop the fast fashion industry from dumping discarded clothes and textiles in the country. 
reported in The Guardian, a group of second-hand clothes dealers from Cantamanto in Accra, which has one of the world's largest second-hand clothing markets, visited Brussels to lobby the EU for European-wide legislation on the fashion industry and clothes dumping. Around 100 tons of clothes from the West are discarded in Accra every day. The traders from Ghana argued for a strengthening of the currently proposed Extended Producer Responsibility Regulation, EPR. At the moment, producers have to contribute to the disposal of waste generated by their products, but France is currently the only country in Europe where EPR regulations cover the textile industry. The dealers want the draft EPR policy due to be submitted in June to raise the fee paid per item by clothing producers to a minimum of 50 cents, up from the current 6 cents. They also want to guarantee a fair portion of the money is given to the countries where the clothes are actually discarded, including at least 10% towards a fund to clean up the previous damage. Environmental organizations such as the Orr Foundation have said that the problem lies with the sheer amount of clothes that end up in Cantamanto. A 2022 report by the foundation says that the market in Cantamanto recirculates around 6 million items of clothing each week, but that the massive excess of clothes is too much to manage. The foundation is calling upon garment manufacturers to commit to reducing their yearly output by 40%. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Samina with a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. May is Asian Heritage Month, and 2023 is the 21st anniversary since the government of Canada declared it as such. It is a time to reflect on and recognize the many contributions that people of Asian origin have made and continue to make to Canada. One of the best ways to do this is to read about the stories by people of Asian descent. In the last few years, there has been a rise in anti-Asian discrimination, leading to attacks on Asian communities. Hate has no place anywhere. How far would you go to get something you wanted? When have you asked someone for something and they automatically said yes? You're wondering, what's the catch? It's simple. You want an interview with me? Join me on an expedition on one of the Himalaya's toughest peaks. A chilling adventure that quickly turns deadly. The title of the book is Breathless. The author is Amy McCullough. Amy is someone who enjoys adventure. She loves traveling, hiking, and is a mountaineer herself. She was also the editorial director for Penguin Random House Children's Books before becoming a full-time writer. Her talent as an editor really shines through in the words she's chosen, especially when it comes to building suspense. Cicely Wong is a struggling journalist looking for her next big story. She thinks her luck is about to change when she receives an invitation to interview a famous mountaineer. The only catch is that she has to join his climbing team to conquer a massive peak in the Himalayas. Hoping for the scoop, Cecily decides to take the risk. For a bit of background, the Himalayas stretch across Asia, 1,550 miles to be exact. They include the highest mountains in the world. The highest peak in the Himalayas is Mount Everest. The highest peaks rise into the zone of perpetual snow. As soon as the trek begins, issues arrive. A theft, a fall, and Cecily feels someone is watching her. Things only get worse when a message is left in her tent. One by one, people on the expedition start getting murdered. There's no telling who's next. 
You can really feel Amy's knowledge of climbing as she weaves a beautiful picture of snowy fields, crisp air, the fears of climbing. Having never climbed any mountains, you learn a lot just by reading this book. You are also kept guessing who the killer will be. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Looking at the weather forecast for today, it's going to be sunny going up to a warm 31 degrees with a very high UV index of 8 and also a heat warning in place today and into Friday where we'll have similar temperatures. Make sure to drink enough and take time to be outside of the sun. Moving to a sports update, the Stanley Cup final between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights starts on Saturday at 8 p.m. And in basketball, the NBA Finals with the Miami Heat facing the Denver Nuggets starts tonight at 8.30. The Heat, led by Jimmy Butler with former Raptor Kyle Lowry, are currently considered the underdogs against the Denver Nuggets with their star duo of Nikola Jokic and Canadian Jamal Murray. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with the day's top headlines and stories packed in a short format. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at CGRU News to stay posted on the latest news content. For CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti.